Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, a recent Fidelity investment survey shows 71% of Americans are concerned about the impact of inflation and a volatile market on their reaching retirement goals. Today, we'll outline five retirement-related risks to avoid in 2022. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth LLC. And uh, uh, Joseph Lanz is joining us as well. He's a fiduciary with Retirement Wealth. Uh, Joseph, how's things? I'm excited to be here, Steve. How are you? Very good. I mean, I can tell you've uh, you've done some TV. You're going to be a big TV star, huh? I don't know about that. You know. <laughs> uh, and Eric, of course, always a pleasure. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. Uh, you know, this is, uh, we haven't talked for a couple of weeks, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, lots happened, right? In, yeah. In, in kinda... a couple of weeks, but it's, so let's kind of dig into that. What's going on today? What are you, what are you feeling today? You know, we've just been, we've been so busy for this past six months. Um, and it's just like, you know, radio is time consuming. Our TV show is time consuming. And, we can't take away time from our clients. And so, you know, the, those things tend to go on the back burner, you know, and uh, so there's been, um, you know, a lot of things going on in the market. We've taken on a lot of new clients um, with a lot of sophisticated issues. Um, and, and, and people, you know, people are getting tired of the financial industry. I get it, you know, and, and they're realizing that, you know, their advisor isn't doing anything for them. And the more and more in depth that we get into this year, the more people are realizing what the hell is my advisor doing, right? I mean, right. There's, there's been no planning. I have no direction. I have no sense of calm. And and, and people are frustrated out there. And uh, that's that's been the huge trend from this year. You know, they put up with it during COVID. They put up with it last year. And now there's just a lot of people out there that are fed up with it. And we are having an incredibly busy year. Um, and so – Again, th this is where, you know, we've got to put other things on the back burner, and that's why we've kind of taken off a couple of weeks. But now we're back and, you know, back at it. And, uh, I mean, we enjoy – I love doing the show. I think it gives me a good reason to vent. I know that Joseph um, enjoys doing it too because we're putting out a lot of information, and it's incredible the feedback that we get every week as well. Sure. And one of the things that we're talking about uh, that Joseph set up there was 71% of us are concerned about inflation. I guess that, that number seems really kind of low to me. But, um, you know, with the uncertainty that, of uncertainty that is called retirement, I mean, we've, we've, we've got to be concerned. I mean, here's the frustrating part about that, though. Like our clients, we factored this in for the longest time. We've been preaching inflation since 2001. Nobody cares until it actually affects you. Right. It's kind of like when there's something like any scandal, if there's any scandal, people will say, oh, does that affect me at all? No. Eh, then who cares now? So nobody really cares about inflation until this year. And now they're like, holy cow, like, take a look at this. And I got to be honest with you, like the only thing that really bothers me is boat for the or, uh, uh, fuel for the boat. I mean, it's just ridiculous how much it is on the water. But the rest of inflation doesn't bother me because I've personally have been prepared for that. And so have our clients in their financial plan. It has not been an issue or should not be an issue. But for the people that don't really truly have a financial plan, they don't have that financial direction, 
Now, all of a sudden, it's a really big deal for them, and it should be. But more importantly, think about your future income, especially when you get into retirement. Do you have increasing income that's not only keeping up with the rate of inflation, but also keeping up with all your taxes and everything? And that's what where we're seeing people are just not prepared. Wow, you that, uh, that was an eye-opener for me when you said that. Not only are we keeping up with inflation, we got to keep up with taxes. That's a big picture right there that it's good to know that you know, you're there and looking out for those things. I mean, those two things right there are, are huge. The scary thing about taxes right now is people do not realize everything that's going on out there. Remember, the government does not own a business. They do not run anything. They don't manufacture anything. They simply collect taxes. That is where they get all the money that they can go out and spend or go deeper in debt with. Our debt right now costs us 589 billion dollars to maintain that's just to maintain so imagine you have a hundred thousand dollar credit card and it takes you x amount of dollars just to maintain the balance you're not necessarily paying it down that's just to maintain it and so now all of a sudden if people aren't worried about their tax situation they should be there's a lot of things that are going away 2026 there's a lot of laws that that sunset they're going to be gone all these tax um, efficiencies that were available before are now gone. You have Section 179, which is a huge bonus depreciation uh, act, and that is going away. In 2022, it's 100%. 2023, it's 80%. Uh, 2024, it goes down to 60, 40, and then zero. It is gone. Now, this used to be great for business owners. They could go out and they could depreciate a lot of things in, in the first year, the first 12 months. That's going away. And so what's happening is, is that they're relinquishing a lot of these tax laws that have been around that have actually boosted the economy. That's not good. Um, you know, when, when people take a look at all this money, there's, I think, $13.2 trillion in IRA money. They are looking to tax that money. That's the largest piece of money that's available out there. And they're figuring out how to tax the hell out of it. So it's no different than four years ago when we knew that interest rates were gonna to start to go up. Now that's happened this year. Mortgage rates have doubled since January 1st. But now what we have to worry about is, look, this is a massive wake up call to people out there and saying, look, if you don't do something to reduce your taxes now, you're not gonna be able to do something in five and 10 years when it's way too late. Now is the time. Right. And and again, but that's all it takes. It you know, just give you a phone call and you can help us get on that right track. Yeah, it's unfortunate when somebody comes in and they're like, Eric, I I'm going into a high situation. I should have done something five years ago. There's there's no more truth than that. I mean, it's it's like time is on your side when it comes to any kind of tax planning. And I'm telling you right now, it's coming down the pike. In nineteen ninety five, our national debt was five trillion dollars. In nineteen ninety five. And you can think of a lot of things that were going on in 1995. But the problem is now our national debt is over $30 trillion. And so in that amount of time for us to rack up $25 trillion, and now we're giving another $3 billion over to uh, Ukraine, it's just insane the amount of money that we give away. And and it's just, it, it, it's got to come from somewhere. And, you know, the thing is, is that I don't really get political, but Biden wants everyone to buy an electric car. But now he's deciding that we can't even afford to pay our student loans. Wh which one is it? 
Like, can we not pay our debt or are we supposed to go out and buy an $85,000 electric car? Like, I, I don't get it. The dichotomy is so distant from what these politicians believe in real life. And so it's just, you know, more spending. And, and, and quite frankly, if I was a young college student who just got paid off paying my debt, I'd be really pissed off at this point. I mean, sure. how do you feel about Joseph? I mean, this is your, this is really your generation, and, and you went to school, you paid for college. How do you feel? Yeah, I paid for everything out of pocket, so now that I see this coming out, it's like, and I even saw a clip of somebody asking a senator about this and saying, well, if I pay for everything out of pocket, am I going to get a check for $10,000 because, you know, I was responsible, didn't have any loans, and was able to pay it all off, and like, right. well, of course not. You were fortunate enough to be able to pay it. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are fortunate enough to be able to pay it, but they still put it on you know, loans, and then they're going to get that money forgiven for them. How, how many of your friends took out a student loan and actually used it towards school? Uh, well, a lot of them use it for other things. <laughs> iPhones. Yeah. yeah, iPhones. I mean, I mean that, that's a crazy thing. How many people actually spent money on their actual education from that, right? And my next question is now, can I go out and get take out a student loan and, and, and send me a check for ten grand? Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how is that how is that going to work? I, I, don't, I mean, that's the whole thing. What's the threshold? Right. I mean, are you working? Or are you not working? Because, I mean, th th there's got to be rules here. And like, I can't wait to see what this looks like. I mean, and, and this is if people don't think that this is an act of socialism, I don't know what is. But we can't afford to be doing this stuff. I mean, our, our debt is so out of control, there's not one business in the United States that could ever survive with so much increasing debt. It's just insane to me. And yet we keep bailing the government out. But like I said, they're figuring out ways and it's incredible what they're coming up with. And there's a lot of people that say, well, I don't own a business, so I don't really care about Section 179. You should. Because even though it doesn't affect you, it affects business owners and it affects business owners spending money. That actually puts money out in the economy. And so, I mean, like I said, all of this is a massive wake-up call for what's coming down the road. Sure. Well, and, and that's what we can talk about in terms of what that wake-up call might be. And uh, how do we get there? What do we do? You know, Steve, I think, I think a lot of people are so overwhelmed by what's going on and all the moving parts that, again, they just shut down. They don't do anything. You know, and there's a lot of people that we talk to every single week, and they're like, Eric, you know, I've been meaning to call your office for the past few years. I mean, we're not talking a few months, we're talking years. And so, you know, this is what I say, like, you know, we're always encouraging people, look, whether it's us or another company, get a second opinion. I mean, sit down with someone and really understand that. And I'll tell you, when people see the, the full-blown financial plan, the full income plan, and they're seeing what's being presented to them, they're like, yeah, this is what I need. And, you know, it's not like people wanna understand it all, I get that, but what they wanna know is that we understand it all. And when we can pretty much answer any question that you have, if it's a tax question, income question, uh, reducing your risk, mitigating your risk, whatever that may be, you know, people are coming to us and we have the answers. And sometimes we don't always have them. What was that thing that a, a client called about last week about that um, college thing or the, the disability thing? Right. Yeah. I mean, and this is why we have a team of people as well right. to kind of delegate other things to different type of qualified accounts. And because tax laws are changing every year, a lot of rules change every single year or every four years. So you always want to be make sure that your advisor is like staying on top of those things, because and when somebody calls in, if we don't know something about, you know, if we don't know about that general subject, we're going to work with the subject matter expert to get that answer to you. Right. And that's really what's important. Sure. Well, folks, if you'd like some help with the, getting through all of this, now would be a good time 
time to give Eric and the team a call. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers of full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. It's really important that you find out where you are today, but also how you're going to get to where you want to be. It's called a roadmap, and they can help make that happen. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, we're going to go over ways to reduce the impact inflation can have on reaching your retirement goals. Welcome back, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lanza is here and having a good conversation as always. And, you know, we're going back to that survey of uh, done by Fidelity Investments saying that most of us are concerned about, uh, you know, inflation, among other things. Well, and again, I don't think that's a big uh, surprise. Why wouldn't we be concerned? Exactly. I mean, you know, right now, you know, people, I think this is the one thing that I've got to get um, in, in, in I, I, this is one thing I have to really help people with is like a budget. And, you know, we call it the lifestyle expenses, but, you know, we had a person come in the other day and we sat down and we could not get on the same page. And I said, look, I said, that is not realistic what you want to spend, you know, and, and we went back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, they're like, okay, I'm ready to sign. And I grabbed all the paperwork and I said, you're not ready to sign yet. I said, we've got a lot of work to do here. We've got to figure out your budget. And they're like, okay, you know, like I understand. And I said, look, let's have a conversation. So the the next 20 minutes we had a good conversation and all of a sudden things changed in that. And I said, okay, that kind of gives me some different things to work with. So I said, look, let's set up another meeting. We set up another meeting. I came up with a completely different strategy that was within the risk tolerance and also what they needed. And I said, look, here's what I need from you. You know, in order to do this, I need three things from you. And they actually agreed. They're like, okay, I can do that. I'm like, look, this is where you have to sacrifice now in order to be able to pay off later. And they absolutely understood that. Now, all of a sudden, we were on the same page. And that was a huge moment for both of us because now we felt more confident about their future. And so this is the thing. I'm not interested in taking your money. If anyone's listening out there, if an advisor is so um, overbearing to take over your accounts, that may not be the advisor for you. I want to put together a strategy for you that is sustainable. We have to consider longevity. We've got to look at inflation. We have to look at your risk tolerance. There's so many different things in there. I don't need your money. Like we are, we are a very um, fast growing firm right now. I don't need to take on assets just for the sake of taking on assets. So we want to do financial planning. This is what people are craving. I'm finding that a more affluent client wants infrastructure. They're craving something that is built for them 
that is internally looking at all of their needs, goals, and objectives. And that financial infrastructure is what they want in place. And so that's what I think that we've been building and creating for a lot of people. And like I said, and this year has has shown that more than ever. I mean, this market's been all over the place. I've been managing money for 21 years now, and I've never seen a market like this. It's all over the place. Um, and so, like I said, when, when it comes to that, you, you have to have a realistic lifestyle and a budget, and that's the one thing that we really have to take a look at. Okay, and, and so in, in order to get there when you get to that, that budget, I mean, that, that becomes a, a tedious task, doesn't it, to, to just try to think about that? And don't you kind of have a, like a, a streamlined way of making that happen, of, of putting that together? Right, because when whenever we're creating the actual financial plan, the budget is a huge part of that. How much is someone's lifestyle going to cost them? And a lot of times people will just focus on their living expenses, right, or their HUG, H-U-G-G, housing, utilities, gas, and groceries. It's kind of like the baseline. But a lot of people will think that this is going to be their expenses in retirement, right? But it's really the bare minimum if they weren't going out to eat, if they weren't going on vacations or anything. So it's important that you have to factor this in too. You're going to boating, golfing, home repairs. Are you going to get a second home? Are you going to gift money? There's all these things that we can have to factor in the plan. And some of those even run higher at a higher inflation levels than the other ones. But even when people come in with a financial plan that's already been built for them, we see a lot of times that this budget number is very unrealistic, meaning on the lower end. And a lot of times it doesn't have taxes included, doesn't have inflation included. And that's a huge problem because what you're spending this year is not going to be the same as what you're spending next year. Right. And I actually looked at a study recently and about only 48% of people working with an advisor are getting advice about writing a financial plan. Less than half wow. are actually getting advice about writing a financial plan. Well, isn't that what they do? That's what it, you do. It's what we're supposed to do. I mean, well, yeah. so, so this is why it's so angry when we see people come in either one without a financial plan or even when they do have a financial plan and it's all over the place in the sense that this does not reflect their budget, there's no taxes included, there's no inflation included, and it's really sending people down the wrong path of retirement because it's either giving them false confidence, right, that, that they're going to be okay, but really they need to make some major changes to their plan. Right, and so as we start to go through this, we're talking about that that survey, and, and people are concerned. That kind of gets us into uh, asset allocation, which is a big part of, uh, again, that's what you do. And just let's set the stage here. Uh, we've got Jerome Powell speaking last week in Jackson, Wyoming, and it kind of sets the stage. Restoring price stability will take some time and requires using our tools forcefully to bring demand and supply into better balance. Reducing inflation is likely to require a sustained period of below-trend growth. Moreover, there will very likely be some softening of labor market conditions. While higher interest rates, slower growth, and softer labor market conditions will bring down inflation, they will also bring some pain to households and businesses. These are the unfortunate costs of reducing inflation. Ouch. What are you thinking? Well, I mean, the crazy thing is, is that Biden was all over TV last Christmas saying, oh, don't worry, I'm going to take care of the supply and demand issue. You know, like I'm going to make sure that there's toys on the shelves. Well, <laughs> we don't need toys on the shelves, right? Like we need other things that are going to boost the economy, like like An efficient pipeline. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm glad you Santa last year, but now this is like real life. And so this is where things have got to speed up. And Ukraine and Russia is not helping. 
you know, the, the housing market is a mess right now. I mean, you know, people bought at the height of this frenzy, and now we're seeing where everyone is house rich, cash poor. I mean, you know, they, they're paying insane prices for some of these houses. And now all of a sudden we're seeing like, especially out in California and the far Northeast, where all of a sudden they really believe where housing is going to drop significantly over the next year to year and a half. And they're talking 40%. So, you know, if you bought something at a million bucks and you paid cash for it, or, you know, you got an interest rate of 3%, now all of a sudden that million dollar house could go down to about 600 grand. I mean, and, and that's just insane to me. Uh, but it's also a lot of why a lot of people actually left California. I mean, there's a lot of people that are leaving California and actually coming to Florida. Um, welcome to humidity. So um, the, the unfortunate part is, is that, you know, a lot of a lot of the housing is going to change. But all of this stuff that they're doing with interest rates and everything, this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. I mean, we knew that interest rates were going to have to go up. And like I said, I mean, we're still seeing people coming in new prospective clients with bond funds that have gotten hammered over the past six months. Shame on your advisor. And some people say, actually, Eric, you know, that's kind of my fault. Don't blame you. <laughs> why, why would you blame yourself? Because your, your, your advisor is ignorant in, in the interest rate situation. I mean, it's obviously uh, known that bond funds are sensitive to interest rates, especially rising interest rates. So, there's a lot going on in this year. And like I said, a lot of people just feel financially disheveled out there. And, you know, rightfully so. There's just a lot of moving parts, but you've got to be prepared for those. Right. And so, again, how do we do we have to do things drastically different right now? I don't think people should overreact or underreact, but they have to be realistic. And, you know, times like these is where people tend to way overreact. And when we get emotional, we make mistakes. When we make mistakes, we get emotional. And so how do you delete that emotion from this? And, and that's what people do is they just get super emotional, but yet they don't want to put a lot of effort into this. You know, and quite frankly, you know, we've had people that come into the office and they're like, hey, how do I solve this? And I'm like, well, let's put together a financial plan. And then in the next meeting, you know, half of that couple shows up. And I'm like, uh, where's the other one? Oh, they're not really into this, but they spend a lot of money. So then you try to explain it to them. And then they go home and they're like, yeah, we don't know what we're going to do. They're not putting a lot of effort into it. And the, the only thing I can say about that is when your money is more important to me than it is to you, we're not a good fit. And so that's what we're seeing. You know, there, there's a lot of people who are very concerned about their money. When you ask, what do the wealthy do differently? Well, this is a priority for them. And some people, this isn't a priority. They just want to put it somewhere. They did something. You know, I, I gave the bank a hundred grand. I did something with my money. I put it in a CD. Investing in a CD, you didn't do anything. I, I don't even know what the purpose of a CD is other than the bank making a lot of money on you right now because they're not tax deferred. You're going to receive a 1099. You're not outpacing inflation. That's not investing. That's just parking it somewhere. But if it makes you feel better, go for it. But that's not the kind of people that we work with. Long term, I want to try to put someone's financial life. I want to put all the pieces together. That's what we're trying to accomplish. Right, and and that's and that's exactly what you can do for folks. Eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two is the number you can call to get a head start. In fact, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break and come back and continue our conversation. Let's invite folks to call. 
Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, folks. Don't miss it. It's a phone call away, 800-779-1942. Get that financial roadmap put together. They'll be able to give you that practical financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Just make that call, 800-779-1942, for that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, can you have too much money in retirement? Probably not. But some retirees are finding they have some excess cash after all their bills are paid and want to be debt-free. When we come back, we've got some ways to share the wealth before you go. Welcome back, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric is president of Retirement Wealth. He's a fiduciary independent, been helping folks for about 20 years. Uh, Joseph Lanza, also a fiduciary. And uh, and again, you are one of the... Joseph, you have had a, a unique opportunity and, and really a great mentor in Eric. But I mean, for you to be able to have this base of knowledge. That's incredible. And, and that you've got a great future, I think. Thank you. And I, I, I like that I get to see both sides of it, financial planning and investment um, management as well, because a lot of times we see people come in who have just been working with an advisor who is managing their investments, and they're not really in touch with the other aspects of their financial life. And when we see that, it's kind of like the advisors neglecting their retirement success because they're not focusing on you know their taxes, maybe even their income sources, building an income plan or a financial plan, you know helping them with their estate plan. There's so many other pieces of this large puzzle, and when they're just focusing on one of those pieces, it's like they're neglecting your assets as well because mm-hmm. they're not really doing what's for the best interest of you. They're simply managing the account, but that's just one piece of a very large puzzle. Sure. And the, uh, you know, you talk about having too much money in retirement, Eric, and I'm not sure that that, that happens a lot, but I, but I know you deal with a high net worth client and, and oftentimes maybe they do. And, and so one of the things, of course, they can do is right. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> Give it away now. Yeah. I'd sing the rest of it, but there's a few lyrics in there I really should Just a be. little bit. But yeah. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't go wrong with a little red hot chili peppers, right? Of course not. Yeah. Flea is the man, I believe. Yes, so, uh... exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and that's what we encourage, you know, and I've never had a client in retirement say, hey, I have way too much money. But, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, they say, look, we do want to take care of our kids, but not that much. You know, we actually have a client over in Fort Myers where they're like, we want to leave our ch- our, our children uh, just enough money where they can't sleep on the couch all day. So 
Uh, a lot of times you do want to give it away, but you also want to be very methodical how you do that. I mean, are you setting up uh, income for life? Are you giving them chunks of money? Because quite frankly, I mean, there's people that don't want to give away a massive amount of money. I always said with my two nephews, if I left them a chunk of money, they'd go out and buy Ferraris and smash them into each other and just laugh, right? Yeah. It wasn't their money. You know, so, I mean, it's like, and, and and I hate to say this, but I don't think that people respect the money as much as the people who left it to them. Who earned it. Who earned it, exactly. And so I'm not saying that they don't appreciate it. Um, There's some people that are very uh, emotionally tied to money that is left to them by their parents. But, um, you know, a lot of times it's just blown. And, you know, the, the perfect example is we had a client uh, about an hour north of us and let me tell you something. These two people took so much pride in their finances, and they had three children, and they both passed away within days of each other. And it was just so sad because Autumn and I would go up and see them. And, you know, they made sure that, you know, all the money flowed to their children very easily. Everything was perfectly set up. And, you know, the thing is, is that after they passed away, we didn't hear from one child. All those accounts were emptied out in no time. And when you really take a look at the statistics of how long inherited money lasts, it's not that long. Really? I mean, it's it, yeah, it's typically just blown. And so the biggest thing that I tell everybody is, look, if you don't enjoy your money while you're on this earth, someone else is going to. And you really have to think about that. Are you really living the life that you want? Don't crimp and save for your children or your grandchildren. You know, I mean, really live the life that you want. And uh, it was funny because about six years ago, we actually had to drive a client to the furniture store because they've been talking about getting furniture for two years. I'm like, I've had it. Like, you have the money. Let's go buy some furniture. So there's some people where you actually have to, you know, talk into them spending a little bit more money. Um, but also, you really have to think about how, what you're going to do with all this money down the road. And there's a lot of charities out there who you can give this to, not necessarily a chunk of money, but set up a trust that over time, they're going to be receiving income from this trust. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, remember, there's two days that you die, you're, the physical day, and then the last day that uh, someone stops saying your name. So there's a lot of people that say, look, for the next 10 years, I want to be able to give money to this charity. And that's just another way for their legacy to stay alive. I like that. That's an interesting perspective. The So what about... Uh, Again, I know there's a 529 plan, and, and we'll, we'll talk about that, but I like this idea of gifting a Roth IRA to the grandkids. I mean, that's a pretty innovative thing I, to do. I love this one. Yeah, it teaches the kids a great way to view investing, and it can kind of give them a hands-on approach as well, even if you kind of um, have your advisor, even yourself, kind of explain how the stocks are working in their account. They can see them growing. And this is great, especially we see a lot of retirees who have disposable income. And disposable income in retirement a lot of times is untapped potential. So we see monthly income coming into them and it's just going in their savings account. And then their emergency fund is really becoming more of a cash savings account way over their emergency fund. So instead of just having this disposable income come into you and go into your that account, we could build out different things like the 529 as well or the Roth IRA or even as a Christmas present to your grandkids, right? Hey, mm -hmm. I put, you know, $6,000, which is the max amount you can into your IRA, you know, Roth IRAs this year. And when your grandkids are that young, that the power of compound interest if they leave it in there, mind you, is going to be 
insane. And once they see that money growing and growing and growing, hopefully it motivates them that once they actually get a job, they're going to want to start keeping those contributions going as they get deeper and deeper into the workforce. Can I, can I interject a piece of non-financial advice? Yes. So, and, and actually, Joseph, your parents did a very good job with you on this. You have done a very good job with this because over the years, I have received plenty of what from you? Thank you cards. Yes, yep. that's exactly right. <laughs> you put me on the spot there. Yeah, that's okay. I, I, I mean, I did. I totally did. He had no idea what I was talking about. Thank you cards. And let me tell all the listeners out there, if you're receiving money from your Uncle Buck or whoever it is on your birthday, Christmas, whatever it may be, send out a thank you card. And this last Christmas, there was a gentleman who sends out four pieces of money. I'm not going to say how much, but it's kind of substantial. And he sends out four pieces of money to four of his relatives at Christmas. This past Christmas, it went down to two. And I said, oh, okay. And he goes, yeah, you know what? The other two never thank me, never send me a thank you card, nothing. And it's almost gotten to the point where it's expected that they're going to receive this money at Christmas. And he's like, screw that. And I was like, wow. You know, and, and so the whole thing is, is that if you receive money out there and you want to keep receiving that money, be thankful, send a thank you card. And I love when I receive thank you cards, by the way. I really do appreciate it that. Feels good, yeah. It does feel good. It, it makes you feel like, you know, it was worth the effort of doing that. And... I mean, I told my nephew this too. Uh, my, my, my mom actually sent him money for his graduation and we had a long conversation. I was like, you know what? It makes you look ungrateful. And there was like long silence on the phone and I didn't say anything until he did. And then he said, he was like, I feel really bad now. And I said, well, you should, you know, and, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, but it's like, you know, she went out of her way to send you money. Just say thank you. So this is just something that to say to tell everyone out there that, like I said, if you're receiving money or you want to continue to receive that money, <laughs> send a thank you card. Sure. Well, let me ask you this about getting back to gifting a, a Roth IRA to a grandchild. And if you continue to fund that over the years, conceivably, then when they get to college age, couldn't they take out some other principal and use that to pay for college? Yeah, there's also they could they could use. Um up to 10 grand for their first home as well out of a Roth IRA. Oh, no kidding. That's another big one. So there's like certain exceptions to the 59 and a half rule right. for what they're able to take out as long as it's principal, like you said, principal, not the actual earnings on that. And also right. just keep in mind, your grandkids do have to have earned income for you to do this for them. So if they're not working a job, then you can't fund the Roth, a Roth for them. So you do have to wait until they have earned income. Right. Okay. Well, that makes sense as well. And uh, so as we start to talk about this, let's talk 529s real briefly uh, before we have to take a break. Yeah, 529s are, are another great tax-saving tool that you can use. As This is more focused primarily for the education piece of it, but it's going to allow you to have more of a tax deduction, kind of like how an IRA works. Um, and if it's used for call it the child's education, then it's going to be able to have tax-free growth on that as well. So it's just another great tool that you can use. Um, and it also can motivate those kids to want to go to college if they know it's in, a, it's in, an, in an account that has to be used for college. You know, it's kind of like, hey, you can't blow this on anything else. This is for your college. Yeah, right. And it can kind of motivate them in order to finish through because they know that this money is meant for that. 
Okay, very nice. And uh, so, again, we are up against the clock here. I don't want to get into another topic, but I do want to jump into uh, I-bonds because I find them pretty interesting. So let's let's tackle that when we come back from this break. In the meantime, let's invite folks to call. All right, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and maybe, and maybe even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That sounds great, folks. 800-779-1942 is how you get the ball rolling. It's a chance to get that, well, that financial roadmap put together, getting you on the right road to retirement, a practical financial review. I know a lot of you are looking for that second opinion, especially right now. You're a little uneasy. Things are oh, things are a little unusual out there. So have that second set of eyes from a fiduciary, independent advisor like Eric, Joseph, really the team over there, 800-779-1942 is the number. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Take advantage of it. You'll find that you have a roadmap to help get you to where you need to be by the time it's over. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, questions from you, answers from us. This time, we're going to talk a little bit more about Roth IRAs. Stay tuned. Back on WealthWorks Radio at segment four. That means uh, that we have uh, questions from listeners. Uh, Eric Carty is here. Joseph Lanz is here. They've been studying. And we'll have answers for you, as Eric often says. Uh, right? The um, You guys like these questions, don't you? I do. I love them. I mean, it just it gives me a, a pulse of what people are thinking out there. Um, and, you know, it does change. I mean, you know, it's very topical driven. So whatever's going on at the time um, is typically what a lot of the questions are about. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that are concerned and, and, and that's good and bad. And so here, here's what I mean by that is like, like this year, everybody's worried about Roth conversions and everybody's worried about inflation, but these are things that you really need to be worried about every year and be, you know, even keeled about, because I mean, if you're considering them every year and believe me, I think the financial plan that we run, the 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 software that we use, is running a thousand different scenarios for you. Now, with all the brain power in in the office and between our clients and everything, there's no way that we can come up with probably even a hundred different scenarios. I mean, even if we tried. So this thing is coming up with over a thousand different scenarios, and it keeps running and rerunning. But it's not rerunning on any financial plan. It's running based on your goals and objectives. It's it's basically saying, what are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to accomplish? And that's really what we're looking at. Sure. And that's that. Yeah, absolutely. 800-779-1942. Um, so let's jump into a couple of these questions here. You talked about Roth IRAs. we got a couple Roth questions. Uh, Brian is in Boca Grande, and he says, do I have to take RMDs from a tax-free Roth 401k? So you actually do. So normally— Wow, okay. 
with RM with with Roth accounts, they don't have RMDs. Now, this is where it gets kind of silly. So, yes, you do have to take RMDs from a Roth 401k, but the money you pull out is tax-free. So, you're simply pretty much registering saying, "Hey, I took out X amount of dollars from my Roth 401k." And this is only if you're past 72. That's when RMDs start, but you're not going to be taxed on that money like a regular IRA or like a regular 401k would be because it's the Roth portion of that. Okay. All right. But but that's an interesting thing because most people would say, oh, no, of course you don't. But you do when it's the Roth 401k. That's the difference. Right. If it's coming from a 401k Roth, that's what you know the bigger difference is. But it's still no different when it comes to the taxes of when you're withdrawing that money for All right. RMDs. All right. Let's see. Uh, Jessica's got an, a Roth question as well. She's in Cape Coral uh, and says, uh, I've done Roth conversions every year for the past several years. I'm going to retire in two years with $30,000 in my traditional Roth IRA. Should I continue the conversion process? Well, it really depends on what her tax situation looks like. Because when we're coming to conversions, this is what the main focus is. And I think right off the bat, if she's been doing it for this many years, that means she's been staying, or she should have been staying in a certain bracket, right, that she feels comfortable with paying in order to make the conversion profitable to her. And getting back to what Eric was talking about earlier, with our current tax laws sunsetting in 2025, they're most likely, you know, they're not going to be staying the same or going any lower, right? Because of the amount of debt we're in. So if those are going up, then that means that whatever we can do right now to reduce your future taxable situation is probably going to be the smarter move for you. It's just about the way we go about doing that as far as how much each year. And, you know, for instance, if Jessica goes into retirement, then that year she's in full retirement, she's going to have a lot less taxable income. So maybe do more conversions in that year because then we can fill up more of a tax bracket than if she was still working. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, so there you go, Jessica, 800-779-1942. Uh, okay, good enough. Let's go to uh, Betsy in Benita. Um, that's a bit of an alliteration there. Uh, I've recently retired. Uh, I'm 67 my whole life. I've wanted to take a trip around the world. I spent $90,000 on a cruise to see all seven continents in nine months. However, I'm a little concerned given the potential economic crisis going on now. Should I cancel my dream vacation? No. No. Okay. I mean, you know, this is the most ridiculous thing. And and, and I'm not saying that Betsy's ridiculous. But what I'm saying is that, you know, people are like, I have to change everything. Like, no, you don't. Like, plan it out. And there's always going to be crap going on around in the world. You know, I remember going to my Aunt Madeline's house, and I loved my Aunt Madeline. I, I, I terribly miss her. But, you know, the thing is, is that I remember as a boy, you know, eight or nine years old, she would always tell my dad, oh, you can't believe how bad it's getting around here. I mean, imagine now if my Aunt Madeline was alive today and she saw everything that went on around the world. I mean, it's a lot worse today than it was back then. I mean, unfortunately, you know, that's just the, the truth. But you don't stop living your life. You know, if, if you financially have planned for this, you don't stop. I mean, you know, COVID was a bummer, you know, but the thing is, is that you just have to be careful. And I still believe that you still have to keep washing your hands, you know, but the thing is, I wouldn't stop travel. I wouldn't stop living my life. And there's a lot of people who we have to encourage to still go out and, and live their life. And maybe you're not going to travel domestically or I'm sorry, internationally, but maybe you're going to do more travel uh, domestically. But the thing is, is if this is something that you've always wanted to do, you're 67 years old, no matter how old you are out there, you will never be this young again. You have to realize that. And so every year that we get older, it gets a little harder. Let's just face it. That's just life. So at 67 years old, you're still able to do this. 
Go ahead. Go for it. Go for it. Well, obviously, this is something that she's, you know, planned for. I mean, you can't just, you know, drop down 90 grand without thinking about it. Right. Exactly. I, I, I just I mean, that's the whole thing, you know. Full speed ahead. All right. I like it. 800-779-1942. Betsy, if you want to talk some more about that. Um, All right. Mitchell is in Marco Island. Uh, He says, I've been dealing with an advisor for years, and lately I believe he has me at too much risk right now. I'm 61, about six years from retirement, and I do need to look. Do I need to look at someone else who will not have me at so much risk? So... I don't know. I mean, you know, um, it's interesting because a lot of people say what happens when we come in for a second opinion, we actually perform a personal financial blueprint. And what that does is it's a Morningstar report that lays out more information about your portfolio than you've ever known before. And I think uh, Joseph had a potential client come in a few weeks ago. What did he say? Yeah. So I went over this personal financial blueprint with him. And the meeting was about 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And by the end of me going through this report, you know, I said, do you have any questions about this? You know, and he was fully understanding it. And he said, you show me more about my portfolio and how I'm invested than my advisor of over two years has ever done in any meeting and over those two years combined. So a lot of people don't have the transparency that we do with our clients when it comes to what we actually have them invested in and more importantly, why we have them invested in that. So I think one of the things in this report is it's showing what your rate of return has been for a three, five, and 10-year period. It's also showing you how you've done against the indexes. It's showing you your fees. It's showing you the strengths, the weaknesses of the portfolio. It's showing you um, if the top part of your allocation is strong enough. It's showing if you're interest rate sensitive. It's showing your risk versus reward. Um, But more importantly, um, and I don't want to get too technical, it's also showing how much risk or beta is in your portfolio. And it's also showing you how much standard deviation or volatility is in the portfolio. And people actually crave these numbers. They wanna understand where they are. So for you, Mitchell, we can actually do a personal financial blueprint and you'll actually see how much risk you're actually taking. But more importantly, are you being rewarded for the risk that you're actually taking? Okay, that's a that's a great way to look at that, Eric. I mean, he's... Um, um... I mean, again, if your if your advisor isn't communicating with you, then yeah, maybe it's time. Yeah, I mean, and then I also think that there's, I mean, you know, you might be taking on too much risk, and then there's also a lot of people out there who are so conservative right now that the portfolio is continually interest rate sensitive. That's not a good place to be either. So no. you really have to find a happy medium. Eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. If you want to have that, uh, find that happy medium, Mitchell. Let's see one more quick one. Let's go to Leah in Lehigh Acres. Uh, she says, "I'm a stay-at-home mom. How should I start investing in order to generate income without having to work outside the home?" Someone suggested an indexed annuity. Is that something you think I should consider? Um, an indexed annuity may not be the best thing to look at. I mean, obviously we're we're income driven here, so we're trying to find things that are going to maybe even produce uh, lifetime income for Lee. I think one thing that people forget a lot is that life insurance is used by a lot of high net worth individuals. And it's used that way because it's used during their lifetime instead of just for their death. So a lot of people think of life insurance as, oh, you know, I'll purchase this and then my beneficiaries are going to get a large amount of money. But a lot of high net worth individuals use things like IUL, indexed universal life, in order to actually make payments to them tax-free throughout their lifetime 
in order instead of you know using life insurance as a big death benefit. So it's very versatile, and a lot of people don't understand a lot of the um, options available with life insurance. So I think that's something that she might be able to look into. And if you start it very young as well, um, the compound in that and the projections in in that product is going to be huge. Right, and and again, I think that. People's it goes back to what you guys do so well, and that is educate your your teachers. That's what you want to do. And so again, when you lay it all out, and and because I think a lot of people, when you hear the word life insurance, you know, you just kind of roll your eyes and go, oh geez. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people have a bad misconception with what it can do for you, mm-hmm. and so you know, it's whenever when it comes to in the investment world, it's it's tough to put a bad rap on every piece of in every investment tool and say this is no good for everybody. Because every piece of every tool has its purpose for a lot of people. Sure. Well, all right. Um, boy, we were up against the clock once again. This is a really fast show, guys. And uh, folks, uh, it's 800-779-1942. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. And if you feel like you need a second opinion or you're out there in a financial no man's land, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review. It's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. Fantastic, folks. This is it. Last opportunity to call 800-779-1942 and grab a spot on the calendar before they're all filled up. It's a chance for you to get a practical financial review, no cost, no obligation. And when you do, you'll find out where you stand today. But more importantly, it's a roadmap, a guide that can really help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Well, Eric, Joseph, always a pleasure to be here. One of my favorite hours of the week. Steve, thank you so much. And everybody out there, thank you for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Don't forget to call your mom. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. 
Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.